Hi, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to our podcast today. These podcasts are brought to you in part by our sponsors, who really truly are what make these podcasts possible every week. O'Fallon Nutrition is a company that I've worked with for over 15 years. They're independently owned and operated, located here in O'Fallon, Missouri, right off of Highway K and Mexico Road. I call this place the Whole Foods of St. Charles County, but even if you are not located on this side of the river, it is still worth the drive. I can remember working all the way down at Powerhouse and still sending people out to O'Fallon Nutrition for their supplements. They are more than a supplement company. You can get grass-fed beef, salad dressing, seasoning for your cooking, uh, hair care products, makeup, uh, deodorant, toothpaste, uh, essential oils, and all the vitamins and minerals that you can think of. If you're looking for clean, whole food nutrition, as well as home care, house care, skin care products, O'Fallon Nutrition is your place. You can take a look at them at O'FallonNutrition.com, or if you'd like to have something shipped, if you're listening to me from outside of St. Louis, you can certainly have items shipped. I know they do free shipping if it's an order over $50, and the phone number is 636-240-5283. Again, it's O'FallonNutrition.com. As well as if um, preparing your food on a weekly basis is your primary excuse for why you're not able to stay on a good clean eating program, which is something that I hear very regularly from my clients, I would ask you to please take the time to check out Pure Plates. It's pureplatesstl.com. They are a phenomenal place. We get our food from there during the week. They deliver to our integrity location. They will deliver to your house. Uh, They also uh, are just available for pickup. You can go to their Chesterfield location or their Kirkwood location and just pick up meals for the day as well as um, just having them delivered right to your door. So if preparing your food is your main excuse for why you cannot stay on a healthy eating program, then I would suggest just stop by Pure Plates. Just try it. If you're trying to lower your blood pressure, you're trying to lower your cholesterol, you're trying to get your blood sugar down, try to do Pure Plates meals for a week and just see how different you feel. These are organic meals. They are gluten-free. If you need them to be, they can be dairy-free. They are soy-free. You're not taking any processed sugars or meat curing agents or preservatives. They really truly believe in nutrient dense meals that are just whole food nutrition. And I've had my clients or have made recommendations for my clients for years at Pure Plates. It's pureplatesstl.com or you can call them to ask questions at 636 778 3555. Again, remembering that they have a location in Chesterfield as well as in Kirkwood that you can just run by and pick up a meal today. Hi, everybody. It's good to be here today. Uh, I'm thankful to be doing this podcast from my home office, and I've been doing a lot of things from my home office here lately. Um, But this week, I just felt like instead of going a nutrition route, that I would go maybe um, more of a personal, emotional, psychological route. Um, I work with folks on nutrition. I do a six-month nutrition program for those of you that do not know exactly what I do. And so when I talk with people, I get, you know, kind of the gist of what everybody's going through and experiencing on a weekly basis and just the dynamic of the different things that they're dealing with. And you'd be surprised how similar everyone's issues are, especially right now, since we're all sort of in the same boat, but uh, how similar 
some of the same excuses that I hear on a regular basis for why they're not uh, being healthy or why they're not, uh, you know, accomplishing what they are wanting to accomplish. And I want to try to give uh, some advice and um, some instruction on on how to combat some of that right now. I think we're looking at a situation where, um, you know, none of us in our lifetime have ever been through anything quite like what we're going through right now. And uh, we're really all fighting so hard and so strong uh, at being able to create the healthiest environment for our body as, as humanly possible. And the reality is, is that we have to accept that that takes an equipping of our mind and our food plays a huge role in our ability to be well, both mentally and physically. So if we're not paying attention to our diet and we're not placing a focus on clean eating, we can try to put as many things in line as we want to, to try to be as self-disciplined and to try to have as much willpower as possible but the actual negative food is going to work against our ability to be able to have a, a solid brain and, and a solid immune system. So um, I just got into a situation where <laughs> my dog wanted to come in the room. She's pretty used to being next to me. So she just went outside. So I'm letting her in. So sorry, I'm sorry for those noises. But what we think about when it comes to willpower is we think that, okay, well, I keep eating chocolate or I keep eating sugar, so I'm just mentally weak. You know, there's something wrong with me. I just have an addiction to sugar. Um, there's just something mentally wrong with me. I'm too weak. I, I don't have enough willpower. But the reality is, is that that's not always the case because sometimes it's simply that we're dealing with foods that are actually changing the chemical makeup in our body. So we are dealing with foods that are changing our neurotransmitter levels. They're changing our hormones. It's changing the adrenaline that our body's releasing. And we're getting into a position to where we are actually not able to physiologically have the, the, the willpower that we need to make those right choices. So something that I'm hearing on a pretty regular basis is, well, you know, with everything that's going on, I've just been doing the best that I can to be able to stay on my food. Okay, so what is the best that you can do? You know, I guess that's always my uh, first thought is because I know the best that I can do is the best that I can do. And so if I could go one step further and make sure that I made my food, no matter how tired I was, no matter how uh, busy I was, no matter how stressful my day was, then that's the best that I can do. Um, I've had plenty of family members that have had heart attacks. Uh, I've had plenty of traumatic situations that I've dealt with over the course of the past 15 years of having an autoimmune disease. And I never used any of those as my reason for why I couldn't prep my food. Every hospital that I was in, I got to know the staff. I learned what refrigerator I could keep things in. I learned what microwave I could use. Uh, I ended up doing con uh, consulting work, nutrition consulting work for multiple people in the hospitals that I was at because they saw me every single day eating and eventually asked me what I did for a living. So the excuse of, well, with everything going on, I've just been doing the best that I can, 
sometimes I don't always believe that. I don't always believe that a person's truly giving it their best shot. And in some ways, we're so emotionally connected to the actual situation that we really want to use that situation as our excuse for why we're going to go off the deep end a little bit with our food. But you have to understand the cellular impact that you're having on your body when you're pounding it with foods that cause cellular death. So this is a quote from a book called Journey to Freedom. It's actually a really, really good book. It's more of a psychological discipline improving book. So if you haven't ever read it or haven't ever heard of it, I would definitely recommend looking it up. Um, the folks that take my group nutrition program, I've read this quote to you. Uh, it's really a good quote. Um, and it's not even a quote. It's a section of the book. I, I printed it out and, and turned it into a little um, quote style. And then I posted it in the bathrooms at our gym because I like our people to be surrounded by positive information. But it says willpower is an element of change, but it is not the deciding factor. And I completely agree with that. I think willpower is this much in the puzzle. The way to overcome the self-defeating behavior of giving up is to train, not to try. Training versus trying is the key to success. Spiritual transformation is not a matter of trying harder, but of training wisely. There is an immense difference between training to do something and trying to do something. When we try to change and do not succeed, we tend to give up after a few attempts. But when we train to do something, we set our minds on learning. No matter how many times we fail, we see ourselves as being one step closer to succeeding. So I, and, and it also, it's John Ortberg, O-R-T-B-E-R-G. And the book is Journey to Freedom. And so basically what it's saying is train, don't try. Don't try to do a clean diet. Don't try to improve your health. Train to do a clean diet. Train to improve your health and keep trying. And just because you have one day that things go wrong doesn't mean that it's the end. It doesn't mean that you no longer prep your food and you no longer wake up the next day and you have a clean meal. It just simply means that you had a bad meal or it just simply means that you had a bad day. That's it. The slate is cleaned as soon as you clean it in your mind and you move on to the next meal. One meal at a time is how you achieve good health. So training, not trying uh, and, and just throwing willpower out the window. Mark Hyman had a quote just a couple of weeks ago on his Instagram. If you don't follow him, I would recommend it because he has great information that basically said we actually have convinced ourselves that willpower has something that we have that that we have control over but the reality is is that we're eating foods that make it impossible to have willpower because the foods are so damaging and they're so challenging to our brain and to our neurotransmitter levels that 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 from a psychological standpoint we can't make the right choices because our brain has been so adjusted by these foods even our children are eating foods that are packed with the wrong types of sugars and food dyes, and it's completely throwing their brain off. And they're so excited and they're so hyper that the teachers can't control them at school. And so we're, we're, we're pigeonholing them into a position to where we're thinking that they have, you know, focus issues, attention issues. They need to be placed on medications. 
But what we're really not paying attention to is the fact that they they probably need to be trained to eat differently. They probably need to be trained to act differently, but they really won't be able to clearly do that in an adequate way unless they have the appropriate nutrients and the appropriate nutrient balance, which allows their brain to be able to do it that way. So I don't know if that makes sense to you, but that training, not trying to me was an awesome a quote, and I've always kept that at part of the book that I really enjoyed. And it really was a very good book. Um, a couple of different quotes I want to share with you guys is the undisciplined are slaves to moods, appetites, and passions. So, oh, I haven't been able to get my, um, you know, food in, um, you know, because of everything that's been going on. Well, I have, I've gotten my food in even with everything that's been going on. And I'm not trying to say that I'm better than everybody else, but what I'm trying to say is that it is physically possible, no matter how challenging the situation is, to get your food in. And sometimes fasting through the night would be better than putting poisonous food in your body. So if you can't get to something, but what's in, what's in a vending machine, and you know that what's in the vending machine is actually going to cause you to literally be poisoned, I would fast before I would eat what was in the vending machine. There is a way to do it. There is a way. And maybe today wasn't the day that you figured out the way, but tomorrow can be the day. But you can't keep telling yourself and using the excuse that with everything go that's going on, you just simply can't, you just haven't been able to do things because there are going to be things that are going to keep going on. As soon as all this clears up, something else is going to happen again. You're going to have something else go on. And, and there, th that can't be the reason why you cannot stay focused and stay disciplined. So the undisciplined are slaves to moods, appetites, and passions. Be around disciplined people. Model them. And I really think that's important. Now, right now we're kind of stuck with who we're stuck with, right? So we don't really have a lot of options. So we hope that we're discussed with, or that we're stuck with someone that is disciplined and we're stuck with someone that is eating clean and that is, you know, trying to have a healthy lifestyle. If not, then I pray that you will be the light for that person. And I pray that through this process that they will decide to make a change because not because you've preached to them, not because you've told them that they're wrong, but just simply because you've lived a healthy life in front of them. And yes, they might position you with foods that you, you know, to some extent feel like, okay, you know, I'm craving that. I want what they're having, but yet you have to measure how important is what they're having in comparison to how good you've been feeling. And you've got to have something in front of you that reminds you of how strong you want to be and how healthy you want to be. You've got to have that vision of that health so that when those blocks come in, meaning the person that's living in your house is eating a bunch of garbage in front of you, it doesn't phase you because you know you don't want the emotional roller coaster that they may be on. You don't want the headaches. You don't want the migraines. You don't want the stomach aches. You don't want the joint pain. You don't want the skin issues. You don't want any of those things that correspond with that. Um, now, another great one is your ability to listen and take action based is based on your inner voice, regardless of how you feel, other influences or temptations. You uh, you face you're well, okay, Deb. 
You are the key to self-mastery. So I'm going to reread that again. Your ability to listen and take action is based on your inner voice. Regardless of how you feel, other influences or temptations, your self-influence is the key to self-mastery. So what you're speaking to yourself every day is going to have more of an impact on you than any other thing that you're that's going to come that you're going to come across in your day. However, it doesn't matter how you feel. It doesn't matter what all those temptations are. It doesn't matter what all those influences are that are coming in. If you've created a pattern of self-discipline, you're going to do it anyways. If you've created the time of the day that you wake up every day and you don't press the snooze button, then you won't be late. You'll be on time to get things. If you keep pressing the snooze button, you'll be an hour late to everything that you do. And then guess what? Here comes the anxiety. Here comes the, I'm not going to get things done. Here comes the stress. And here comes the argument with your husband or wife because you're now in a bad mood, because you're stressed out, because you're late, because you snoozed. Okay. So it doesn't matter how you feel. And it doesn't matter what the temptations are. If you're in a pattern of discipline every day, then it's going to shield you from those outside influences. And it's going to shield you from those temptations. And it's going to put you in a position where you stay on track. Every day I wake up at this time, every day I get my cardio in, every day I make my bed so I don't come home to a messy house. Every day I load my dishes so I don't come home to a messy kitchen. You know, every Sunday I go grocery shopping. Every Monday I prep my food. Those patterns of discipline are what are going to secure you on a path to where you can actually have that self-mastery. But if you wake up in the morning and the first thing you do when you open your eyes is tell yourself, I'm too tired, I don't feel good, I don't want to go to work. I don't want to do what I have to do. I don't want to be around my family. I don't like my life. I don't feel good. That's what's going to impact the rest of your day. Even if you have to brainwash yourself to believe the good, write a list of good things, leave them on the side of your bed, wake up and look at that. Do not look at the snooze. Do not snooze. Do not press that snooze button. The snooze can be looking at the piece of paper reminding you God is faithful. You have provision. You have a job. You have an amazing family. And, and write scripture down. You can do all things through Christ. You are more than a conqueror. Your God shall provide all of your needs according to his riches and glory. Read that stuff. Start your day out because you might actually have a pretty decent sized mountain in front of you that you have to climb in order to find anything positive in your day. But you do have positive in your day. You even if you have to brainwash that idea in yourself in the beginning of the day, do it. It's going to make it so worth it. I like the book Discipline Equals Freedom. And anyone that's taken my nutrition classes has uh, heard me, um, you know, talk through that book. I read a section of that book almost every time that we meet. And if you haven't bought that book, I would highly recommend it. It's by Jocko Willink. And if you haven't followed Jocko Willink, I would highly recommend that as well. You can follow him on Instagram or you can follow him on YouTube. I follow him on both, but I follow him on YouTube and, and he posts a new podcast every couple of days. 
very informative. He is a retired Navy SEAL, and now he's uh, a self-improvement uh, speaker. I don't want to say what he is you know, now incorrectly, um, but to me, uh, he has really taught me a lot about discipline. And I've always respected the military and always wished that I could have been in the military and, uh, and could have maybe pursued that type of career. Um, I just believe with my autoimmune condition, I have so many things that I have to do to be able to stay well. I just don't really feel that I would have um, adequately been able to serve appropriately, but I love the mentality of the military. And so I've tried to study the military um, as a trainer, not just to run people into the ground and come up with hard workouts. I've tried to study the military because I believe that the military teaches discipline. And I believe in teaching people nutrition, which is what I've been doing for almost 20 years, discipline is the key. And Jocko Willink says discipline equals freedom. And the reality is, is that it does. When you create a pattern of discipline, again, the things that I said, waking up, not pressing the snooze button, starting with the good report, not all the things that are bad, going downstairs, even if you have to force yourself, say something positive to your spouse, just say it, just speak it. You'll change the energy of the entire house if you do it. If you lead with that kind of energy, you can change someone else's energy. And then one of the greatest decisions you can make is either to fast into your lunch and do intermittent fasting or to have a healthy breakfast because what you put in your body is going to ultimately end up changing your mood and changing the whole pattern of your day. It just makes such a difference. This is another quote that I really enjoyed and that I've shared with my group as well. And it's that confidence is not a personality trait. It is a skill that is improved through action. Confidence is the willingness to try, knowing that you may succeed or you may fail, but you're still willing to try. And like I said on that first quote that I mentioned to you, that uh, training versus trying is the key to success. But what I like here is that it's saying that confidence isn't a personality trait. Okay, we don't possess confidence or not possess confidence. We weren't born with confidence or not born with confidence. We may have had some people help us to be more confident. I know for a fact my parents made me very confident because they told me that I could do anything I put my mind to quite literally every day of my life. I mean, I just, I don't remember a day in my life where my dad didn't say, you can shoot a free throw basket. Just see yourself do it. Visualize yourself do it. Or you can pass that math test. You just have to put the time and energy into it. If you want that job, go up there and apply for that job. You're made for that type of work. You can do it, Debbie. I just had someone speaking faith into me my whole young adult life. So I count myself very fortunate. I have met with people over the years that didn't have that. They actually had someone speaking defeat into them their entire life. But you can turn that around. That doesn't mean that that's the way it has to be for the rest of your life. Maybe you had a negative voice growing up and maybe that negative voice is still playing in your head. You can defeat that negative voice with a positive one. So what it's saying is that confidence is not a personality trait, it's a skill. And it's a skill that's improved through action. So we improve our confidence through action. And like I told you, it's waking up each day. And if you have to look at that list in the beginning and you have to tell yourself, I'm more than a conqueror. I can do all things through Christ. You know, uh, I, I'm a beautiful person. You know, I'm a giving person. 
just write the list of what you're thankful for. If you have to do that to build your confidence, that's an action step, all right? Confidence is the willingness to try. Having the courage to get up and try, even if you failed on your food yesterday and you overconsumed on alcohol, you completely blew it. But if you wake up today with the willingness to try and the desire to be better, that's confidence. That's confidence that there's potential, that there's a better day. That's confidence that there's potential that this one meal could make the difference instead of just giving up, knowing that you may succeed or survive, but you're still willing to try, that you may succeed or you may fail, but you're still willing to try. That willingness to try is confidence. The person that constantly gives up and the person that constantly throws in the towel, it's just a lack of confidence and nobody can give that confidence to you. You have to work at that confidence yourself through action. There's actions, exercising builds confidence, clean eating builds confidence because it changes your brain and it changes the way you see yourself. Reading the Bible, going to church, listening to motivation, uh, motivational videos, uh, people like Les Brown and Eric Thomas, uh, find yourself your match, the, the people that, that you, you know, like to listen to, but someone that has the good report and listen to that good report every day. I've had clients come into me and in the first session, they barely spoke because they were crying the entire time as they were explaining all the defeat in their life. And I mean, the biggest recipe I could do was change their food. Well, I do that. But then the second thing I've done is I've sent them seven videos Okay, and it's just YouTube videos and I've sent them seven videos and I've basically said, I want you to watch these seven videos, okay, every single day. I want you to listen to these three on your drive. I want you to listen to this one at lunch and then I want you to listen to the rest of them as you're finishing uh, your day and you're getting ready to close your day down. And I, I don't I don't want you to miss a day. I want you to do it every single day. And if you work out, I want you to listen to these. And I would do it like an assignment, almost like a prescription. And the person would come back in three weeks. It was remarkable, the change. And then they would say, you just have no idea the difference that this has made. Uh, I'm looking at things different. I feel different. I'm talking about myself differently. And then I would also tell them that the action step that we need for confidence is they are not allowed to say one bad thing about themselves out loud or inwardly. They cannot say they're ugly. They cannot say they're fat. They cannot say their clothes look bad. They cannot say their face looks terrible. They cannot say their hair looks awful. Psh, just can't say it. And if they accidentally say it, they have to rebuke that and they have to say something totally the counter of that. I am beautiful, okay? I have, um, I have an in-shape body. I am healthy. I am working to be in shape. I am doing all that I can to be as healthy as possible. Maybe you don't feel like you're healthy, so you don't want to claim something that's not true. I am working at being a healthy person, but that just takes one meal at a time to be able to do that. So I just want to reread two of these things to you just to remind you in finishing this. 
that willpower is an element of change, but it is not the deciding factor. The way to overcome the self-defeating behavior of giving up is to train, not to try. Training versus trying is the key to success. Spiritual transformation is not a matter of trying harder, but of training wisely. There is an immense difference between training to do something and trying to do something. When we try to change and do not succeed, we tend to give up after a few attempts. But when we train to do something, we set our minds on learning. No matter how many times we fail, we see ourselves as being one step closer to succeeding. Keep training, guys. Keep training to be healthy. Keep training to be uh, you know, on a clean diet. Keep training to be in good shape. Keep training to be a positive speaking individual. Keep training to be a confident individual. It makes such a difference, your perspective and the way that you talk to yourself. Change that inner dialogue. Make that self-mastery about understanding how to talk to yourself. And if you have to write it down and read it every day to force yourself to believe it, then do it. In addition, the undisciplined are slave to moods, appetites, and passions. Are you a slave to your mood? Are you a slave to your appetite? Are you a slave to your passion? Change it. Become disciplined. Wake up at a certain time every day for a week. Make your bed every day. Do not hit the snooze button. Those are the first three things. Listen to a motivational video or a sermon first thing in the morning. Start your day with it. Before you do anything, while you're walking around the bedroom, making the bed, turn it on and listen to it so you have an influx of positive energy. Immediately when you see one of your family members, whether it's your child or your spouse, I want you to say something positive to them. Good morning. I love you. Good morning. Today is going to be a great day. Good morning. You look great today. Say something positive to them. You will start their day off right. That will end up making your day better, but you will change the energy in your household, especially right now as we all sit in the same household and not go anywhere. And lastly, confidence is not a personality trait. It is a skill that is improved through action. It is a skill that is improved through action. Confidence is the willingness to try, knowing that you may succeed or fail, but you're still willing to try. Don't quit, guys. So you failed yesterday. So you had a fight with your spouse. So you ate really bad food. You overconsumed on alcohol. Confidence isn't about giving up. Confidence is about action. That means tomorrow we're going to act differently. We're going to make different choices. There's grace. God's grace is sufficient. Take his grace and make it through another day. I don't care what you did yesterday. Yesterday's in the past. All we care about is what you do today. And who cares about what you did this morning if it wasn't right? Make the next meal better. Make the next comment to your spouse better. Make the next comment to yourself better. Stay focused, guys. This is that time where the enemy's going to try to come in and he's going to try to destroy your home front, destroy your marriage, destroy your health because he wants you to fail because we're all in this same situation where we're limited on resources, we're limited on time, and nothing is normal for any of us. Don't let the enemy get a foothold on you. Get equipped, get in the word, get into prayer, get focused, and know what you need to be doing every single day. And don't let the enemy creep in and take over. Guys, you can be you can be strong through all of this. And these quotes 
This is good advice for a lifetime, not just through this, str this struggle that we're all going through, but we're all in it together. I pray for all of you. I pray for great harvest and great blessing. I pray breakthrough. Uh, I just pray that your finances would increase. I pray the provision comes that I know only God can bring and he can bring miracles. If you're sitting there and you don't know how you're going to pay for what you need to pay, leave it on his, leave it on him and trust in him and do all that you can and do all the work that you can, but put your faith and trust in him. God bless you all. I, I trust that you all are going to have a wonderful day. I want you to stay confident. I want you to stay strong. I want you to stay focused, but mostly I want you to stay clean. Please bring that important clean food into your body. It makes such a difference. God bless you all.